This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with Nelson Newth. Nelson, tonight it is just us. Um, Jack is traveling, doing some extravagant stuff right now. And, you know, he's, yeah, he's he's doing his thing. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing his thing right now. So, you know, shout out shout out to Jack because he, he went on his trip right before all of this stuff started to happen with oh, this team that we're we need him back. Yeah, that we're talking about because it kind of seems like it might be Jack's fault. Just That's saying. Right. As soon we'll as he as soon as he left town, as soon as he left town, all of a sudden, you know, the, the things you dive. like to say. <laughs> yeah, nosedive. But um, you know, before before we jump into anything basketball related here, Nelson, uh just just tell tell us how how you're doing, how how your week is going so far. Obviously, it's only Tuesday, but How's everything going this week? It's going good, man. Um, I just want to thank you beforehand for um, being my um, shrink, my uh, <laughs> my psychologist. Um, I, I, f- I feel like I should pay you some money for tonight's <laughs> episode. Um, and all of our wonderful listeners out there, thank you sorry, for sorry. Uh, I feel like I'm on the couch right now. So, hey, listen. Um, yeah, but everything's good, man. Everything's good. It's all relative to life and basketball is a small part of that but um obviously our team's not doing well and hopefully that changes soon yeah absolutely i mean it's it's you know exactly what you're saying you know just talking about life um you know that's exactly how i'm feeling right now um the nuggets losing streak is is literally the only bad thing that's going on in my life at this current moment so i think that that's a win that's a win you know yeah. the nuggets have not been winning but life right now you know, good things are happening. So I cannot complain. So, yeah. And I said you know. this earlier, but, uh, and I mean it too, is good things do happen to good people. So I'm glad that Very your life so. is in a good position. You know, you, you, all we can do is do our best, right? That That's, that's right. Uh, that's that's right. And speaking of doing their best, um, this Nuggets team right now, right? We are not seeing their best no. on the floor at this current moment. Um, you know, so the team is currently on a four-game losing streak, losing to the Chicago Bulls, losing to the San Antonio Spurs, um, who, losing to the Brooklyn Nets, and then tonight losing to the Toronto Raptors. So if we're being honest, if it wasn't for that that last two-minute debacle in Toronto or in the, for the last matchup, this could have been a five-game losing streak. Easily. Easily, right? So we, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know on the last show we, we, you know, when Keaton was here, 
um, we were talking about just just if if there's a moment where you're starting to you know to worry about certain things. This is an overreaction at this point. Um, but I think the Nuggets have lost two games since then, right? That's so, right. So. So we'll we'll kind of go through just the games that that they have been losing here. Just tell me what you've been seeing. Like I mentioned, the Bulls game, the Spurs game, um, losing to the Nets, which the Nuggets did make it a game right at the end. And, you know, Jokic did have a couple of opportunities there to win the game. And obviously that did not happen. But what ha- what has been standing out to you personally during this four game losing streak? Right. Well, uh, if you will remember in our last uh, podcast, I said it's time to panic if. They lose to the Nets, and then they lose two out of three on this road trip. Mm-hmm. So now we've they've lost to the Nets, and they've started the road trip with a loss against a really, um, I think, a really interesting Toronto team. I just they are so um, I, I love the way that that team is built. I'm really surprised that they're kind of on the outskirts yeah, looking they're in. Ninth. They're ninth in the yeah, ninth. looking yep. in. I'm really impressed with their team um, in general. I love the length um, that they present. And right. um, two real interesting pieces about the, the way that they defended the Nuggets tonight. And it's an ongoing trend. It's And the NBA is like everything else. It's very trendy, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing, they put Scotty Barnes on Jamal Murray. Um, to start the game, and Murray was five of 18 for the night. Five of 18 for the night. And I really question this is where, like, I've never been a huge Mike Malone fan, and I just question mm-hmm. what he's doing, right? Yeah. Um, he let the player basically dictate playing tonight, and I just don't see that Jamal Murray is, is right. Yeah, um, I agree. so, so. So that's one little thing defensively that uh, Nick Nurse did that really hindered that. And as you've seen throughout the year, actually, I think a lot of opposing coaches are playing bigger players on Jamal. And one of those reasons is I don't think Jamal is all that explosive. Right. Um, In other words, he's not somebody who's going to beat you off the dribble every time with his quickness. Now, I don't know if that's from the knee injury or if he was never that type of player, but people are putting bigs on him. And then on the opposite side with um, Jokic, they basically are playing small ball against him. They put Ananobi on him, and um, and then anytime he got the ball, they were doubling him, and that was very effective. Right. Um, so I've got a whole I've got a whole you know, like list of notes here. Um, on this particular game that I'd love to kind of run through, but yeah, absolutely. In general terms, I mean, it just wasn't good enough, and the effort's not there. Um, they they don't seem interested. They got, I think, was it forty six points in the first quarter? Forty nine. Forty nine yeah. points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pathetic. Interesting too. Um, I know I'm talking a lot here, but uh the longest losing streak to date was three games Mm -hmm. earlier in the season that is correct so it's not like again this team it's not the end of the nuggets right yeah but there are some disturbing trends let's just say that like there are some issues that are presenting themselves yeah and if mike malone is truly a great or good coach he will address those issues 
and fix them. If he's not a great coach, then they're not going to be very good in the playoffs. It's that simple. Uh, and I think that's rotations and who he's playing. Um, obviously, the the trades that happened, we were all so bullish, yeah. bullish on yeah. them. Yeah, and yeah, they've yeah. been a total F, um, mm-hmm. a total failure. Um, I would almost want, rather say see DeAndre Jordan uh, play than Thomas Bryant. Yeah. I would rather see Ish Smith play than than Jackson, who didn't even play tonight. So, um, and I don't know if that was because of his injury, um, but it's it's uh, it's a team wide issue, and it's just not looking good right now, my man. I I agree um, totally. I you know playing basketball with with, uh, with one of my friends, and it's kind of funny because his name is also Jeremy, which is kind of crazy. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So JJ. We, yeah. So it's always funny. So I was talking to him this morning um, while we were at the gym. And um, I'll tell you, he is not a Michael Malone fan at all. Like when I say like he does not just he doesn't like his rotations, nothing. So we were talking about it today and he was like, man, like, are you seeing what's happening on the court? Right. And I was like, I could see it. It's the the adjustments, the in-game adjustments are atrocious. Like it is it's it's like the awareness to what's happening in the moment. There is nothing. It's just like, all right, well, let's just do the same thing we've been doing every time, every single time. It's like if if we can see it as fans, I I would imagine that opposing coaches and opposing opposing teams who get paid millions of dollars a year, I'm sure they can see it, too. So right. so for, for us to be able to sit there and say, wow. Like, we know what's about to happen. Okay, so the Raptors play a particular defense against Jokic. Hey, Michael Malone, how are you going to combat that? Adjust it. What, what do you, what do you, so you're going to do the same thing? You're going to say, you're going to run the same type of plays every single time. You're going to be doing, running the same sets every single time. What exactly, like, why is that? Why is there no counterpunch? It always feels that way. It, it just feels like once the Nuggets start getting punched, it's just like, okay, I guess this one. All right, whatever. Let's just th- all right. Let's just let the players go out there and freestyle it, and they might come back. And of course, you saw in the third quarter, the Nuggets went on a twenty-eight to ten run, and they they made it a game. They made it a three-point game coming yeah. back from a twenty-four point deficit. So right. we saw the ability. We saw the fact that the team has the ability to to defend and to really lock down in a particular moment. Sustaining that against a team who, I mean, the Raptors are not a better team than the Nuggets per se. But I feel like they match up very well for the for sure. You, you for brought sure. it up about the length of the particular players. And I think their play style, because they have the Siakams, they have OG Ananobi, Fred Van Vliet, they got a lot of weapons. Really athletic. Dangerous. Yeah. And they got athletic guys coming off the bench from Patrick <laughs> Sachua to Chris Boucher. Gary Trent Jr. They got who was a player that I actually wanted the Nuggets to pick up or find a way to to get before the trade deadline. Right. So it was just a that that playing against that team is just not a good matchup right now. Well, can I just say this too, Jeremy? Like this was proven in um, some literature I read the, the, today about the Nuggets. The staggering of Jamal Murray does not work. It does not. It's terrible, and, it, and he just keeps doing it. And it's how about this, Mike? Why don't you instead of staggering Jamal, why don't you stagger somebody who really is our best shooter? And Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Jr. Yes, sir. Take him mm-hmm. out early and bring him in with the second unit. I'd feel much better about that than, than what we're seeing right now. And and if you look at Jamal's percentages over 
um, the last the, during the losing streak, it's been horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably shooting around 30% from the field. He's probably shooting around, and I'm throwing out numbers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah, guesstimating. Yeah, he was one for seven tonight from the three point line. He's probably shooting around twenty percent from the free th- uh, the three point line during this period of time. I don't know if he's struggling with the knee or what's going on. And defensively, he's absolutely horrible. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a turnstile right now. I brought this up in a in a poll question to Twitter. I said. Give tell me what Jamal Murray is defensively. Is he a a good defender, b an okay defender, or c a poor defender? Seventy five percent of my followers said he's a poor defender, and I agree with them. Mm -hmm. He's horrible. And so, um, if your offense isn't working and you're not, um, you know, he he threw up so many ill advised shots, and then he was doing behind the back passes. I'm just like, dude make the right play. You know, we don't need the fancy play because you're at home in Toronto. I don't care. Make the right play and set your teammates up. And I thought he was really, really bad tonight. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, yeah, he's uh he has not been impressive at all. I think, you know, there was there was one moment where Jamal had like four or five straight 30-point games. One of them was a 40-point game and then we were like, "Okay, he's now back. We're, now we're starting to see it. Now we see exactly what we we've been waiting on." And um all of a sudden as that that, you know, like you said, it could be an injury thing. It just could be a mentality thing. I don't know, but um as we started to get closer to that that three-point record, it almost seems like it just got worse. And then even when he got it, it's still there. But I do believe it is the injury. I think um, I think the injury more than anything else is is maybe affecting this. But here's the problem. If you are, in fact, injured, you should not be out there. Honestly, I would have I would have much preferred the Nuggets to lose this game tonight with Jamal Murray not playing. That's right. Right. Let like, him rest. Like, yeah. You let him sit out. Let the Nuggets start a different team, whether that's whether that's Bruce Brown or start Ishmael or just start somebody. Just do it differently because you could tell from the jump Jamal was forcing everything, trying to do behind the back passes. It's almost like, yes, we get it. You're back in Canada. Awesome. But, bro, this is not about you. Right. I think those moments where, you know, you you run into to, to those players who are trying to get the individual moments that affects everything with the team, right? So, and you kind of saw that tonight. He was just doing a little bit too much. And this is where I have a problem with Malone, right? Like, he put his players' mindset first, Mm -hmm. not the team first. Correct. Because he knew that Jamal wanted to play in front of his hometown crowd. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can't hold back him on this one because he this is he's back home and blah, blah, blah. No, Mike, you can for the betterment of this franchise and our playoff run. If Jamal Murray sits off, sits out against Detroit, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be mad. I really am because there's no excuse 
Give him a couple of days. If that's what he needs to get his knee right, get him right so that we have him for the stretch run. I just want to go over a couple of things during for the game, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Jeremy. Yeah, go for it. Go for yeah it. So, so Aaron Gordon has not been himself since he's returned. Mm-hmm. One rebound for the entire game from our power forward yeah, that's and insane. supposedly our best defender. Two for six um, from the free throw line. He looks super methodical, almost like the Anderson kid from um, that. I can't remember what team he plays. Kyle with. Anderson. Kyle Anderson. Like mm-hmm. he's super slow. Like I'm like, yeah. what are you? Who is this guy? Um, uh, Kenny Caldwell Pope. Three points tonight, and again another player that's disappeared in this four game losing streak. Yep. Our MVP. Our MVP. Four shots in the first half. And at one point you said, shoot the darn ball. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, dude, your team, there's got to be times when you recognize when you're the alpha dog. And I wonder, actually, on some small level, is he that guy? Right. Because he's so uh, unselfish. It's like, dude, you're four for four in the first half. A six foot seven small forward is guarding you. Go on the low block, set up, and punish him right. every mm-hmm. single time until they stop it. Punish the man. And he doesn't do it. And I'm just like, you, yeah, you got your points on the second half, but we didn't need you in the second half. They were they were killing us. We needed you in the first half. Like yep. you can't continue to, to do this. You have to realize you're the best player on this team. And when it calls for it, you have to dominate, okay? And then um, I just want to go back to just something I noticed, like even with Bruce Brown, who comes in from the Nets, and we all are thinking this guy's a great defender. He's not a great defender. Every single time I see somebody getting past him on a drive to the basket where he's in a trail position, and it's frustrating. I don't know what to say about that. And then you look at Van Vliet who just completely destroyed the Nuggets tonight with 36 mm-hmm. points. And it just looked effortless for him um, against Jamal and whoever else they put up against him. He was just – you got to give him a lot of credit. He had a great game. Um, but it's just kind of, you know, it's just disappointing. The The defense is just pathetic right now. It is. It is. And and going back, going back to obviously talking about Jamal Murray, right? Do, do you know how many minutes he played tonight? I'm guessing 40. He played 40 minutes. 40 minutes tonight, and he shot 27%. Now, three out of the last four games, he shot 26, 26, and 27%. How, how are you getting that type of or lack of production from the guy who's supposed to be your second best player? Like yeah. that is like that is and 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 yes, you are absolutely correct in 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 calling out Nikola Jokic. You have to because we all see it. We know like we sit here and we defend him. We sit here and we talk about, you know, he's this guy and we know his accomplishments and he know he can do this. I'll be honest with you. I'm not even thinking about that MVP crap anymore. Oh no. Like, way. like that that's not even that's not even important to me at this point because I'll be real, as of right now, it is probably Embiid. 
as at this very second, as much as I, I, I love Nikola Jokic, the way that I'm seeing him play right now, and I guess I understand he's averaging triple double and all these different things, but the exact same thing that you mentioned where, where it comes to, sometimes you got to put your head down and say, you know what? No, I'm not letting us lose this game. And That's- yes, we we've seen it. We've seen him do it in moments, but we need like in a game like this, I don't care if he misses a bunch of shots. I need to see that he's trying to do it. I need to see that his effort is there because we this team is is they're gonna follow what what Jokic does, right? It because when he wants to be passive, everybody's cutting because they're waiting for the pass. But when when he's a, when he's dominant, they're able to space the floor and do certain things, and then they even they get even more opportunities, right? So it's just a I'll be honest. And that goes back to coaching again, man. Absolutely. It really does. How about calling a timeout and and saying to your star player, man, you've got to be more active shooting the basketball. Yeah. It's that simple. Now, maybe he doesn't feel like he can do that with a superstar player. I don't know. And we all know this is who um, Nikola is. This is what he, this is the fabric of his game. Right. Mm -hmm. But for us to take the next step, He's got to he's got to put that aside and be the alpha in the room, especially when you've got other people on the team like Jamal that are struggling. He's got to put it on his back, man. He's got to carry it. I know he's probably sick of it, but he's got to carry the team and he can't be just looking to defer to pass to people that aren't making their shots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you'll pass it to the corner and if they don't make their shot and you had a four foot bunny. Um, that four foot bunny is two points, and the other guy who, an other teammate who misses it, you're talking about sometimes five point swings or four point swings, mm-hmm. you know, because then the other team goes down and scores. It's like, dude, you have to make those little easy shots. Yeah, you have. I to. mean, you're shooting over sixty five percent. You got to make the shot. Mm-hmm. Go up for the shot. Take the four footer. We want you to. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Like, yeah, 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 we do. We do. It's yeah. uh we 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 see what it is, man. I'm telling you, it's it's he has he has to change that that mentality. And I know we know and, and it's so funny watching Nikola Jokic over the years, right? We know he can get he can get in those little moments where you can tell he becomes pretty emotional in the game. Um, where like you know, he could be mad about like a ref calling something and he would just start shooting a whole bunch. We need focused dominant Jokic. That's who we need. Right. That's the one that like, because, and and this is why I'm saying like, I I'm a realist, right. Which is why like I can, my opinion can change. Like I am not locked into one thing because of course, even (laughs) talking about um, obviously the MVP talk is like the biggest thing that people are bringing up these days. Now for me as a realist, and even though I'm a lifelong, I'm a, I love the nuggets, right. Of, Of course. And I want Jokic to win it. But the problem is, when I'm watching him play right now, yes, he's putting up numbers, but there's, cert- there's certain things called um, 
just just numbers that don't really matter. They don't really hold a whole lot of weight because think about it against the Spurs. He what what 37 something and something crazy triple double. And then they lost. He did the same thing against the the Nets. Another triple double, 35 points, this and this, and they lost. So it's like, yes, he's putting in certain effort and certain things. But I think for me, I need to see him rally the troops. Like I want to see him looking at his players and, hey, listen, I need this. I need this. Move here, move this. And we saw certain things on the sidelines where Jokic was drawing up plays and all this type of stuff, right? And that's cool. All that, all that's the aesthetic of that is nice. But at the end of the day, we need to see more, right? What is Michael Malone doing? Could be I don't know. I, I I'm sitting here and I'm still confused as to what his game plan is. I don't get it because every time the Nuggets are losing in a particular game, we don't know what he's. We don't know what's happening, and it's right. like it's just no one seems to know the answer for this. So, man, I am I, I am just confused right now. I am too. <laughs> and and let's be clear. Let's be clear so we don't get a bunch of people responding to us. We still think he's the best player in the league. Oh, of course, but, of course. But, it's a mentality but, thing, though. That's all. But there, but there, if there's a, a kryptonite for this man, it's being too unselfish Correct. or being too too ready too, to too passive, too passive, passive, passive. to, yes. pa- to yes. always think about passing, which he really enjoys. It's the only thing that bothers me. I'll be just like, oh, 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 no, shoot it, man, yeah, shoot yeah. the basketball and. So I think it is a little frustrating. He's obviously a wonderful player, and he's the best player on our team. Um, we love him to death, but in the same sense, like it's a little frustrating. Um, I don't have a problem with the the two losses where he had the triple doubles. Right. I go back to his teammates in that, and of his coach and his coaches. Um, you know, Mike Malone sitting uh, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, that for the, made, that made no sense. To that me. was just None. like. Just so ridiculous. Yeah, like twenty plus. Yeah, um, he, he only played twenty two minutes that game, and he had like I believe like twenty in the first half or something like that. Twenty three points or something. Yeah. yeah, and then to sit him until like the last thirty seconds of a game to to maybe hit us. Like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, and Michael Porter was pissed, and I don't blame him. Yeah, you know, and and this is like Mike Malone. If he torpedoes this guy, right, like like he did with Bones to to some degree and with Bull Bull to some degree. And now he's doing it with Michael Porter Jr. That's another that's another check mark for me on Mike Malone. Like because we've dude, been down this road before with Michael Malone and Michael Porter. This has happened three years ago, right? So that's right. So we saw this play out. So I thought, you know, we were already past this, but obviously there is still something there, right? And 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 just going back to obviously the Jokic thing. The reason that I'm talking about it a certain way is because I, I'm, I'm watching things in the moment. Yes, absolutely. Jokic is an amazing player um, and I will continue to defend Jokic. What I, but I, I am going to be a person. I'm going to point out the, the just the things that I'm seeing personally, because I am seeing teams attack him. I am seeing um, just like you mentioned, there's a lot of moments where He's under the basket wide open, but he's choosing to defer to a, a Vlatko under the basket or a Jeff Green under the basket or Aaron Gordon trying to get that extra pass. And I, I get it. it. It looks like a and it's a it's a pass that you want to make for him because in his mind, he's seeing that. Right. But us, we we need to see more of a of a dominant, more of a teams being like, OK, we got to really, really guard him. 
Right. Um, and then everybody else could kind of be more open. And, you know, it's for Dude, me. It's, how many, let me ask you a question. Man. How many how many points do you think Aaron Gordon would have had tonight if it wasn't for all the assists that um, that Joker gave him at the rim? I mean, probably like three, four three, points, four points, three, four yeah. points. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like the guy makes everybody so good around him. Um, and he is so unselfish. We just want, we want more. Um, mm-hmm. We want more from him and we want him to, when, when it's the time calls for it to actually step up and be that score that we need. Yeah. 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 We just, you know, it just, it has to be more, more of a balance there. And listen, I, like I said before, Jokic has been playing extremely well all season. Um, But like I said, when you're in a four game losing streak, this is where you start to realize (laughs) certain things and you have to, you have to be real with yourself. And that's why the way that I'm talking about it right now is because I am personally seeing the issues and, and even talking about, like I said, with the, the MVP stuff, the reason I don't want them focusing on that is because that does not matter. Like it really, it really does not. Like it's like, even if he wins it, great, that's perfect. But what's going to happen is, let's just say the Nuggets. I mean, and and here's here's what a lot of people are talking about: the Nuggets do have a huge chance of losing in the first round if they don't get their act together right now. Because that's there's, for a, sure. there's a number of teams right now. Obviously, Golden State. There's even the Lakers. And let's be real. If they play against Golden State and the Lakers in the playoffs, you got you got to think about it from a, a referee perspective too. They're not the Nuggets are not going to get those calls. I know they're not. You know it what? It, and, it's, and it still drives me nuts. Actually, the amount of abuse because um, I just was watching Giannis earlier, and he goes in for you know um, a shot he for a drive to the hoop and and gets the foul. And of every course, time. you see you see him getting that every single time. Mm-hmm. Him and Joel Embiid. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that time. does not happen for the Joker on any level. Like he was getting tossed around um, late in the game, like banged around. There's no foul call. Yeah. He doesn't get any any kind of calls. Can you imagine if he shot ten free throws? What he would be averaging? I mean, mm-hmm. the guy doesn't get any any real good calls, as far as I can see. He doesn't get that that respect. No, he He doesn't get the star treatment that everyone else does. It's mind boggling. Yeah. So I can't imagine a playoff series versus the Lakers where Jokic is going to get a bunch of calls. It's not going to happen. Right. It's going to you're going to get the LeBrons and the Anthony Davises. And now you're also going to get a motivated Malik Beasley and a Jared Vanderbilt. That's right. D'Angelo Russell who's been playing really well, who's actually played very well against the Nuggets over the years. That's not, that is not a a matchup that I necessarily want right now because, and not so much because of them, but it's because of what the Nuggets have been doing. Because if you think about it, them like players that can attack the paint and, and um, you know, body Jokic at the top of the key and kind of cut off those things. The Lakers have the ability to do that. Golden State does as well. Now I'll be honest. I still I would love the Nuggets to still play the Clippers. That's the team that I really want them to play in the first round. Um, but as of right now, dude, like I said, I am a realist. That's why, like, I could I could call the team out in one moment tonight, and then in the third quarter when they start playing better, I'm like, this is the team that That's we're right. waiting to see because I am a 
I'm watching this stuff in the moment, you know? And I remember like there's people who would who would say, Hey, listen, man, you can't doubt the team. Listen, man, I am a real Yeah, we can you absolutely can I doubt hate the when team. People do that. Yeah, like you're yeah. not you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna gatekeep the way that I feel about our team. If we suck right now, we suck right now. That is just what it is. That doesn't sure. make me any less of a Nuggets fan That's because right. most of the time the people who say things like that. I'm I've been a not even I wouldn't even just say the length of time. I've been a more loyal Nuggets fan than most of the people who've been doing that. And that's why I can speak the way I speak, because I've been through the ringer with this team as well. So it's like, man, Hello. come on, come fan on. Man. Since 1970. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so so and, you yeah. I hate, and I hate I hate when people say, Oh, you're not a fan if you criticize them. You know what? That's just not true at it's all. It's not true and, at all. Yeah, and I hate that perspective. I just really do. There's nothing wrong with rated. I tell you what, I and I, I mentioned this last time, um, and Mike Malone mentioned it in his presser, um, and he had a, an interesting presser at the end of the game, um, and he basically said, he pounded the table and said, I'm going to be here. I'm looking for team a team that's going to be here with me, oh, and I'm just gosh. like, oh please. Um, but he did mention something, and I can relate to this as a coach and also as going through life that there's adversity that happens in everything, right? And you either coalesce as a as a group. I like that word, coalesce. You coalesce as a group, or you you fade. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. I just don't see this team fading, but they certainly have to turn it around. They, they got to figure it out on the defensive end, especially like we've talked about. They're God awful. Yeah. They did. And that says to me one thing, effort. The other thing uh, we've harped on this all year long is the bench is still horrible. Yeah. You know, the, the, the bench, the bench has not been performing. Right. I mean, I think that, but there was a moment tonight where some of the bench players did play pretty well. You know, there there were some moments with Bruce Brown. There were some moments uh, with Christian Brown. You know, you you had little moments here and there. Even Jeff Green did a couple things. But in in reality, I mean, there's not really much that that we saw that we could take from. Whereas, like you know, we could build on this, right? Because just like you said, we talked about. Um, you know, the additions that we have right now with with the Reggie Jackson, who obviously didn't play tonight, um, Thomas Bryant. Like, I was very, very high on Thomas Bryant. So very high I. on him. And and it's so funny. Somebody somebody posted it on Twitter today where they um they were sure <laughs> they said, can't I, man, Thomas Bryant was frustrated for his minutes and his lack of of playing time in L.A. And then he compared it to the Nuggets. And it's even less and oh, worse sure. now. It's I'm like sure. it's like so. I can't imagine him being happy because I could tell by his body language that whenever he's on the court, he's frustrated. Oh yeah, he does not look involved. He does not look like yes, like he's he he calls for the ball every single time and all this type of stuff. Um, but man, I can't I can't imagine him being happy in this system because he one he doesn't get a, a lot of time. But even when he's on the court. You could tell they don't really get him involved much, and when he does, he's actually been missing because I think his confidence, his confidence is, is all gone. time low. Yes, it yeah. is. It's it is it is shot right now. So you, you know what's funny is um, I was on Twitter too, and I I followed Demarcus Cousins mm-hmm. and 
Um, he happens to be a Raiders fan. Boo. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so he had mentioned something, but it just made me think about this. Like DeMarcus Cousins, who cares if he's a clown on the – like, and who cares about – if the Nuggets don't do anything this year, right? Mm-hmm. And we can look back and go, oh, wow, DeAndre Jordan was a great teammate. Or, you know, Thomas Bryant was, um, you know, um, an, an addition that didn't do much. Um, what about DeMarcus Cousins? DeMarcus Cousins was a productive he was. member he of the absolutely team was productive. Who, had yes. that, who had that edge right mm-hmm. that this team doesn't have yeah they, like don't, it, they don't have that dog that that, no, that, they that don't. dog mentality who's ready to go down about. and fight you if you if you piss them off like in some some regards i kind of think like it's um it's unfortunate that that didn't work out for another tenure and obviously other teams didn't pick him up either so there's maybe something just in general that people don't want to deal with them but um I just kind of wonder, like, maybe he would have been like a nice little piece to have. Oh yeah, uh, man, I wanted him back. Off, I wanted him back on the team, yeah. especially yeah. Mm-hmm. When we needed somebody to be a scorer on that second unit, he was the guy last year that really carried us for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I thought you know every time Jokic went to the bench last year. Um, you know, we we definitely saw that that DeMarcus Cousins was able to do it because I remember there was one game against the Houston Rockets where Jokic actually sat out last That's year. That's right. And then DeMarcus Cousins had 30, 30 like, points. Yeah, yep. like he actually he came out and he played really, really well, you know, so I thought that that was pretty interesting. So for me, I wanted him back. But of course, like you mentioned, other teams just did not pick him up either. They just yeah. felt that he was just not worth the trouble. Um, and I think that's what it is. Honestly, I think we all know he's skilled. DeMarcus Cousins is absolutely a skilled player, but I think it's the extra. Oh, it's all that stuff. Yeah, it's the extra stuff that I think teams were just not willing um, to look at. And the Nuggets weren't either, obviously. Yeah, correct, correct. Hey, so, you know, uh, we're about, what, five or six minutes out from uh, from ending the show. But we have uh, Mr. Keaton, who was on our last episode. He just wanted to, to hop in here and, you know, share his thoughts on what's happening right now. Keaton, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? What's up, Keaton? How you doing? Oh, we're cool, man. We're just man, uh, it, talking about this four. We're game ranting. <laughs> four, four game skid, you guys. Four game skid. Mm-hmm. Um, give man. us your hot. Uh, give us your hot take. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be defense, man. That's yeah. that's it. That's mm-hmm. literally. I mean, it's it. Forty nine points in the first quarter. That cannot happen. I mean, it ha- forty-two points, I believe, in the second quarter last game. Yeah, forty-nine points in the in the first quarter this game. Um, that rally in the third quarter gave me a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And then I just and then it just downhill. And 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 I'll tell you, Michael Malone and his rotations. <laughs> we were just oh, talking about that. We were, we were just talking about that, man. Oh, gosh. oh my goodness! They are like, how do you right how now. do you let the lead? The lead gets cut to three. You and then you don't put the starters in for another two, three possessions, and then all of a sudden it's back up ten. to eight, ten or points. 10, yeah, and it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, I'm I'm one of the biggest Mike Malone supporters you'll find, but when you're struggling and you finally find a spark and then that spark just 
you know, Toronto's not a bad team. I really don't think they're a bad team. They got talent. And so when you find, when you get them on the ropes, when you're down by what, 25, 30 points, you come back all the way to that point, you're right there. And then you just don't pull the trigger on it. Oh, that's just, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there was three possessions in that run where Jamal comes up, comes down the court and just takes three really bad shots. And I'm just like, they were forced, they were bad. And it's just like, this guy, this guy's killing us tonight. And I knew when that happened, but yeah, it was good to see that they came back and made it a game. At least yeah. it wasn't a complete yeah. blowout the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Jamal uh, Murray's it's worrying me, you guys. Oh yes. That's, he is that's, for that sure. is a, that's the biggest worry we have. Um, obviously defensive, but but we can't win a championship without Jamal Murray being blue. Jamal Aaron, Murray, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray. Yeah, we just can't. There's no way. I mean, Jokic, Jokic is a superstar of all superstars, but I mean, Jamal Murray has to be Bubble Murray. You yeah. know what I mean? He has to be somewhere close to that. You know what I mean? Um, for us to, especially to get through the West. Um, Mm-hmm. To honestly, to even get out of the first round, as scary as that yeah. may sound. Yeah, we were we were just talking about that. It's uh, the Nuggets are in a position, a very weird position right now, because you know mm-hmm. we just spoke about if they do end up matching up with like Golden State or matching up with the Lakers or something in the first round, they're not going to get the benefit of the doubt whatsoever. So the, this struggle <laughs> that they're going through right now, it's this can't happen, right? It it absolutely cannot happen, and um, they have to fix this now. Like you cannot let this become five, six games. And and Nelson, you know, even talking about um, like I'm paying attention to how the sports books are looking at the Nuggets and the way they're looking at the Nuggets is be, is this MVP thing. Right. I'm watching it literally dwindle. Like I, I looked at it tonight because I want to say about three games ago, like Jokic was like minus 350 for MVP. Then after they lost to the Nets, that went down to minus 220. And then after the loss tonight, it is now minus 150. So if there's another loss, Embiid, especially if the Sixers win their next game, they will flip. Joel Embiid will become the favorite in the MVP race. So and let's be real. The Nuggets are now giving ESPN and all these different places a lot of ammo to aim at Jokic because that's all they've been waiting to do. Every time that the Nuggets lose a game, every time this is that, like that, that's where their segments come from. They're just watching to see, oh, wait, look, look, the Nuggets lost. They don't care that Jokic had 37, blah, 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 blah. They don't care about none of that. It's just like, oh, wait, because I saw Stephen A talk about it the other day in this wild rant, and I saw it on Twitter where it was just like um, – Oh, wait, I don't want to hear nothing about Jokic being the front runner for MVP because the Nuggets are on a skid right now. Um, it has to be Joel Embiid. It, it, that, that's just what it is because the Nuggets are losing a bunch of games. And here's the problem with that. It is kind of hard to defend it. As a Nuggets fan, it is kind of hard to defend it because you're watching the team just start to dwindle. And now it's like they're going to say, well, uh, Michael Porter is playing. Jamal Murray is playing, albeit terrible, but they're playing right so it's just one of those things where it's like it's it's feeding the trolls at this point with the way that they're playing so the nuggets just have to be better man they got to get back to that that third quarter nuggets team that's the team we need can we please get that team some more 
Just saying. Yeah, and I just I, I got to tell you, and I I, I watch it um, cycle on all the negative stuff about Joker and the MVP thing, and I just. Again, you know, I'm 57 years old. Not that I'm some old, old man, but right. I just don't, I just don't frankly care. That's fair. Um, yeah, and and that's I fair. really don't care. I mean, I, I love um, death and I hope that he wins an MVP, but our sites are on an MVP, our world. And as it's right now, that's not looking great. So um, again, this is where I want to say that adversity makes this team different, right? That Mm -hmm. there was this bump in the road and we all look back on it and we did have some form of uh, composure on our end to say that this happened. They had, they had um, some adversity. It made them better and it changed them around and they went on for a nice little run here. They should win against Detroit. Um, in their next game. That will end the streak. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to pull that one out. I think they're going to, I think they're going to win that game. I think they can easily beat the Knicks at Madison square garden. The Knicks aren't all that great. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. That Knicks game does worry me. If, um, if Jalen Brunson is back, if he plays that game does kind of worry me a little bit because, because his game, his, his, play style is a is pretty similar to Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Like it's it's those those, go- those guards, those guards who can get to the mid-range, who can I mean Jalen Brunson doesn't he doesn't shoot as many threes as Fred does, but he has the ability to shoot it and he can get to the paint, he can hit the mid-range shot with with at a pretty high clip and he can get his teammates involved. And of course, Julius Randle is going to play well. Oh, RJ Barrett has thing. RJ Barrett has been playing really well recently. I mean, Emmanuel quickly. They have they got some weapons. So I think I do think the Nuggets win this, that guys? game though. Yeah, but how about this? What a what a theory that, you know, we could have here. Your who's your best who's your best guard defender? Like why wasn't KCP on on Fred VanVleet the whole game? Yeah, and he was only what, on him for a couple of possessions. Yeah, like, I saw and, the same thing. Like, come on, man. Like, you know Jamal's not that player. Then put him on someone else, you know? And so, um, again, I think that there's some, there's some coaching that's involved here. Again, I'm right against Detroit. I really believe that. Okay. And, um, and I look for this team to rebound from here. If they don't and they go two and three like then I'm really going to really be concerned. But at this stage, I'm hoping this is another wake-up call and that they'll win that Detroit game and then carry that momentum for the rest of the road trip. Gotcha. Now, I know um, I do got to get out of here because uh, my I could already tell my daughter kind of getting a little impatient here. Um, so before – but before I go um, – I want to ask both of you guys this real fast hand. Keaton, I'll start with you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you in this Nuggets team right now? Confident in what? Confident in their ability to get to the playoffs and to win a championship right now. To win a championship right now. Win a championship Uh, right now with this current team. What is your your current confidence level on a scale of 1 to 10? Six. Six. Okay. Uh, I want to say I want to say four, but I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say six because a couple of things we haven't done it right before, 
um, yes, it's a four game skid. Okay. And then that happens throughout the season. That's, that's cool. Um, but it's the defense, it's the defense and, and, and in the playoffs, that's the most important thing. Yes, it is. You can score, 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 score. But if you can't stop the other team, it doesn't matter. And regular season ball and postseason ball are two very different things. So many different things. They're going to key in on Jokic every single time. They're going to key in on Michael Porter Jr. They've done it for years in the past on the defensive side. Michael Porter struggled on the defensive side. Played better this year. Um, I'll give him that. But they've always keyed in on Michael Porter. And KCP has to be that guy. Just like what you were saying, Nelson, a few minutes ago, KCP has to be the lockdown guy. Um, I was telling you, Jeremy, the other day, I said uh, that KCP is the most important player when it comes to the playoffs because we know Jokic can score. Um, We know we can score. Jamal Murray's starting to worry me a little bit. Um, He's got to get out of this funk. I don't know. I mean, it's got to be something injury, something going on. Um, But I I would say say six because – it's just the defensive side of the ball has to be cleaned up. And by cleaned up, I mean really cleaned up because right. you can't be allowing 120 points a game. That's just not okay. Yeah, agreed. Nelson, end us off. Just your – your Yeah, really quickly, I, I think it's um, I think it's a seven. Um, okay. And I know I'm being optimistic right now, but I just – all right, so we just uh, we just lost Nelson right there. Ah. Looks like his uh, his internet may have gone out, but we did get his answer. So we did mention that his is on a scale of one to ten. His is a seven right now, which is very optimistic. Um, Keaton, I do agree with you wholeheartedly. My number right now is six, um, and I'll tell you because I've been one of the most confident people in this Nuggets team from for the for the <laughs> season so far. You Me know. Too. I've been, I've been letting people know, hey, listen, this team can definitely win a championship. And I'll tell you, these past four games have started to to, to give me doubt, right? Like it's given mm-hmm. me some Absolutely. serious doubt now. Just just me being, you know, 100% real. If they start playing well again and they, they rack off a couple wins in a row, I'll get back on board, right? But for me, yeah. I'm not – it's just the habits. It's the habits that I'm seeing right now that I'm not confident in, Um so I just don't like what I'm seeing at this moment. That's all. It's, it's also the confidence in the coach. Correct. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, yeah, I'm losing MPJ, a lot of faith in, in Michael Malone for sure. Oh, man, MPJ getting benched like you can't do that. I, I mean, still don't understand that move. I don't get that. What past why? that? And now yeah. and now he's doing the rotations. Just I, I mean, like I said before, I'm a big Mike Malone supporter. But I'm telling you, if things go south. And I mean, it doesn't go well. We, we could be. Oh, I'll tell you things. this: if the Nuggets, if the Nuggets lose in the first round, Mike Malone is gone. Yeah, I'm t- yeah. like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that now. Like there is because let's be real. Look at the way Calvin Booth has kind of once he took everything over, they went all he, in. He, right, he started to make a bunch of different changes and stuff. So I cannot imagine a situation where the Nuggets get into the playoffs. Um, and then they lose in the first round, and Michael Malone is, is still there. I cannot yeah. see it. I don't see that scenario. And to me, I would be okay with Michael Malone not being there after the fact if they cannot get out that first round at least yep. um, because I think that will just be a total embarrassment, and that will be a waste of a season. That so is even just- then, though, first round, best record in the West, 
first round, we got to get out of the first round. We, we should be to. in the Western Conference Finals at yeah. minimum. That's why, like, you know, before you even got on here, one of the first things that I like, I kept saying, like, I don't even want to talk about the MVP stuff anymore because right now that is such a distraction. Like, listen, man, if if you know, if you want to give it to Joel and B, just go ahead. I don't care. Like, I just I want the Nuggets to be better. Yes. I want the Nuggets to get to the to the conference finals. I want them to get to the finals. I want to see that. So yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so so Nelson Nelson is uh, back in the Nelson, building. Nelson, we are about to, to get everything ended here, but we did get yeah. your answer about seven. So so at seven, I apologize. I had no, a little mal- computer malfunction, but um, really quickly, uh, just think that they're going to rebound, and okay. um, I think they're going to come back and uh, prove us wrong that this is a little a little slide. Uh, and uh, we're going to see them have a winning record on the road for this road trip and come back and solidify their standing in the in the playoffs. Um, there are some disturbing issues. I think Keaton hit it with the defensive side of things, but I really do think they'll bounce back. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, listen, I am – I'll tell you, Nelson, I am hoping that you are right, you know, because I have some issues sometimes where I can get a little bit down on this team um and that's just it's just me as a person like i'm just like you know you lose four or five in a row i'm gonna start talking about the problems i because i can't I be think, happy all the time <laughs> oh, i think yeah. that's human na- i think that's human nature right, 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 guys? right i mean right. and i think that we're doing that right now we're we're visibly uh audibly frustrated with this team right now and i think everybody is but i think it's going to change and um, I think this will be a bump in the road. The reason I think that, too, we have the best player in the league, A, and B, we have a veteran group. Um, I think they're going to respond, and uh, this will be a blip in the road. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, guys, listen, um, I got to get up out of here. So for everybody that is listening here, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. Keaton, is there anything last minute, last second things that you want to say before you got out of here? No, man, I, I appreciate you letting me jump on last minute. Um, thanks for a few minutes and uh, just got to get out of this this skid, I'm, man. I'm uh, Jamal, Jamal Murray's got to get fixed, man. That's all. And then and then we, we honestly got to put this MVP stuff on the back burner somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's not yeah, – yeah, it's, uh, it's just a distraction at this point. That's why, like I said earlier, I don't even – I don't even want to talk about it much because it's like, dude, yeah. just if Joel Embiid wants it and he's playing well, cool, great, awesome. Yeah, just great. But I want the Nuggets to get out the first round, the second round, the third round, and hopefully the fourth round. That would be nice, right? So oh, if, if we can see that happen, that's all that matters. And, guys, really yes. quickly, the guy who's um, leading the charge doesn't care. He does not care. Yeah, He doesn't care about that. So let's let's put it to the side and focus on – what we want and what this team needs and what the city has been clamoring for for forever an nba championship that's what the goal is here it's not individual awards correct correct well listen that is we i think nelson we all agree with that keaton same thing we all agree that we just want to see this team win a championship and that's all that matters so listen guys everybody that's listening next week we will be going live on twitter as well as youtube either on the first show of the week or the the second show of the week so we'll keep everybody posted but uh yeah this is denver hoops and dreams Go Nuggets. Hopefully they get out of this skid against Detroit because I can't imagine them losing that game. But, uh, you know, we're hoping for the best. But uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace.
See ya.